Welcome to the Aussie Bloggers Podcasts, brought to you by Tan and Amanda. Tan's from Write Your Cancer, and Amanda's from My Office Books, and you can find them both at Blogger Support for All. Join them as they talk about blogging, and as they speak to a variety of Aussie bloggers who share their own stories, secrets, and successes about the world of blogging. And now, here's Tan and Amanda. Hi, I'm Tan from Write Your Cancer. I'm Amanda from My Office Books. And you're listening to the Aussie Aussie Bloggers Podcast. And today we have Gemma from Wellsome. Welcome, Gemma. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, ladies. Thanks for having me today. Oh, our pleasure. And you're on the Gold Coast, which is a lovely part of Queensland. It is, and it's a very warm part of Queensland at the moment. Mm, It certainly is. So... Tell us a little bit about your background, Gemma, how, where you've come from, how you got started, how, all, how your blog came to be. Yeah, sure. It's definitely been an inter- interesting journey for me. Um, my health blog is based around healthy living, healthy habits and living gluten-free and educating on gluten. My health journey really began about 15 years ago when my brother was first diagnosed with celiac disease. Um, as you can imagine, back then there was not much information about gluten, there was no such thing as a gluten-free product. And I remember here on the Gold Coast, there was one health food store that sold a nut bar that was the only gluten-free thing my mum knew. And my poor brother, who was 14 at the time, literally, um, you know, was t- his diet and our whole diet at home was totally changed. So my, my journey really began there. And um, from school, I actually graduated and worked as a swimwear designer for four to five years. And after doing that... Um, I I learned a lot about running business, running the business for the person I was working for, and I decided to shift my creative focus to photography. And um, I became a professional photographer working for myself. And it was about eight years ago that I decided that I was kind of unemployable. And um, I started freelancing, doing graphic work and marketing and photography, and my photography really took off. Right. I love shooting. I've always loved shooting. You know, even as a as a kid, when my nan brought me my first camera when I was eight, I loved it. And it was something that I really enjoyed doing, catching moments of people's special moments. And it wasn't until a friend about oh maybe three and a half years ago now was diagnosed as a celiac, and she called me up in tears. And I'd been living gluten free for many years, and um, she was like, "Oh my god, my life is over." And I was like, this is so exciting. She's like, I can't eat pizza. I can't drink beer. What am I going to do? And um, so I took her shopping and, you know, sat down with her and showed her how to make really just basic meals that she already loved, just how to do it in a gluten-free way. And, you know, a couple of weeks later when she noticed a few changes and she was feeling a lot better about the situation, she rang me and she thanked me and she's like, you're really good at this. You should help people. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you should really help people and my going through my head at the time I was like what is she doing to me I've just invested tens of thousands of dollars into photography gear and studio equipment and cameras and lenses and you know I'm like I just love health I'm not a health teacher and um it was about a three or four months later that I really saw my ducks align and I launched Wellsome so that's a little bit about my journey that's excellent well, you certainly do look healthy and um, and living on the Gold Coast, you, you sort of uh, are able to actually have such an outdoor and healthy lifestyle, so that's wonderful. 
So you started off uh, doing photography and then I guess you sort of fell into the whole gluten-free uh, helping people journey. And so when did the blogging actually start? And was was the conversation that you had with your friend, was that the aha moment, maybe I should start a blog or was there some other uh, push that you started blogging? Why blogging and, and not something else? That's a really good question. My blogging actually began when I was a photographer and I was freelancing shooting for um, a lady who was running a blog for a totally different reason. It was like a, a local Gold Coast kind of blog and she's like, you should really run a blog with your photography business. And I was like, what is blogging? Because this is, you know, about six or seven years ago. <laughs> and um, I was like, I had no idea what she was talking about. So she sat me down and she showed me how to start my own blog and I spent three years kind of blogging my photography journey and then blogging about shoots that I was doing. So that's where my blogging really started. So for myself, when I naturally, you know, naturally transitioned into being more health focused and, you know, going part, you know, part time into health to making it full time, launching a blog was kind of just what I just was like, well, that's just what you do. <laughs> and um, that's exactly how it happened. I was actually at a Louise Hay event. Um, and I knew nothing about it, Louise Hay at the time, and it was in Melbourne, and a friend recommended that I go there, um, actually after breaking up with a partner, without getting all personal, and I went for the event, and it wasn't long after my friend had told me, you know, that I should really look into helping people, and just after the event finished, I literally had a bit of an aha moment, like you mentioned, and I was like, maybe I really can do this, and I really enjoyed the experience that I had at the Hay House event, and that night I went to bed, very excited, and I woke up the next morning and I was like, Wellsome. Whereas with my photography business, I spent three to four months trying to think of a name and Wellsome just literally came to me very naturally and that's when my blog launched. I sat down, I built the blog myself, I had it up and running, logo done, and it was out five days later. Excellent. So just curious, uh, did you did you learn how to build the blog yourself? I'm assuming you use WordPress. Yes, WordPress. And you are you self-taught or did you take classes? Like what did you do to actually sit down and, and build your own site? Because it, that's not an easy gig to do. No, and I'm glad I still have hair left. <laughs> um, when I was very gracious that when I did learn first about blogging um, as a photographer, I was already doing graphic work and bits and pieces like that. But my web experience, if we just backtrack a little bit, my web experience actually began 10 years ago when I was working with a swimmer company and they were one of the first swimmer companies to launch an online store. And back then that was really odd for a swimwear place to sell swimwear because it's quite a personal purchase online. So I learned a lot about building a website, but that website was built through um, like a content management system. So it was very much like put this button here and change this color there. So I learned that was when the building of sites and constructing of newsletters really began. And then when I met the lady I was randomly shooting for who said, look, you should really start a blog, she really taught me how to, I guess, set up a WordPress and literally just buy the domain name and then set it up independently and have your own host and so that's where it really started and lots of YouTubing later I learned lots of bits and pieces and I am still learning today but I've learned a lot along the journey already. So what what would be some of your um, your really big learnings that you've 
that you've taken away over the last few years? In when it comes to blogging? Yeah. And YouTubing, because uh, I'm sure that there, there are a lot of bloggers who are going across both platforms and, and love to get ideas and, and um, learn from you what, what you, you know, found to be really valuable. Yeah, that's a great question. So the very first thing I've learnt, and I guess to sum it all up, is that blogging isn't easy. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> I'm very, being very um, honest with everybody. It's not an easy path. Like a lot of people are just saying, oh, I'm starting a blog, and they get all excited without actually putting the work into the blog yet. Mm-hmm. But it's the work that goes into it behind the scenes that people don't see, and that's what a lot of people do today underappreciate. And I do believe that for those who are looking to get into blogging, if you're new to it, it is a fantastic way and outlet, especially if you are creative or you're a writer or you like to, you know, share your message with others, but it's not a walk in the park. So the number one thing is you need to ask yourself why. Like why are you starting a blog? Why are you doing it? Um, what's the purpose? Um, and what are you looking to achieve from it? Um, that would be like the number one thing that I've learned. And I, I do some small mentorships with people looking to create health businesses similar to myself and that's one of the first things I share with them. So why, like why are you doing it? Because if your why isn't strong enough, you um, you certainly will definitely give up at some stage. Mm. Um, the second thing is that seek assistance. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, I think that when it comes to learning, like I'm not a coder and it's a, it's a, it's a very funny topic. I've, I can do code and my partner only asked me, on Friday, he goes, when you learnt code, did you just see it and just go, oh, I understand this? And I was just like, are you kidding? You don't, no one ever understands code the first time they see it. But if you have the ability to be open to learning about it and you are open to accepting that, um, I guess, that journey, then go for it. But the number one thing is, is that take every step in its stride and just be open to learning. So ask people questions. If you know someone who's already blogging, which I'm sure in this community there's many people that ask and that's what Facebook and forums are great for. Ask like, hey, I'm looking to do this. Can anyone recommend a good YouTube or can anyone recommend someone that can teach me? Um, So that's probably the second thing is ask great questions and then you can receive great answers. And everything is trial and error. So if it doesn't work, the first time just know that most of the time it won't work the first time so accept that as a lesson and then move on and just be like all right i've had a hair pull out moment walk away from the computer come back and you know regroup and just go for it again Mm. excellent advice i'm just curious do you outsource any of your work do you use fiverr or upwork or anything like that i have outsourced before um that was back when i was still had a few contracting clients through my photography company and Um, I didn't manage everything myself, whereas currently I do manage um, everything myself. Um, It's something that when you find the right flow, and I have been doing it for a few years now, so when you do find the flow of it, it can actually just work in with yourself, and I actually kind of like doing it, so um, it doesn't take up a lot of time for myself, Um, but yeah, at the moment I don't outsource. Mm. So Gemma, do you have a, a schedule you work by? It's interesting. Schedules, um, I like a schedule and I like a calendar and a planner. (laughs) Um, But when it comes to schedules, I have, I guess, like being the the start of the new year for 2016 this year, it's a great time to talk about it. 
Um, I always overlooked the 52 weeks and the first time I learned that was when I was, I did a 52 weeks um, project as a photographer and I did a new um, type of photography every week for 52 weeks to extend my skills and I shared that through a blog. So that really taught me to plan for every single week and something that was going to happen. So beginning of the year, I kind of do an overline for 12 months and really sit down and work out right, what parts of my business am I looking to share with people, what are people looking to learn, what can I teach, and I do itemize all that out, and then I break it down into like, all right, what days am I going to set aside for this, and then what days am I going to set aside for working with clients, because I do one-on-one work as well as, um, you know, group coaching work, and I run free programs with the Gold Coast City Council here locally on the coast, um, so I do a lot of uh, community things, and I do a lot online, so I really do have a plan for that and that really helps me stay to a little bit of structure whilst being flexible in my lifestyle at the same time. Mm, that's awesome. Um, now tell us about Goodbye Gluten Guide. Fantastic. So as I mentioned before, gluten was something that I learned about many years ago and I'm one of four. I'm the oldest of four kids. Um, two of us have celiac disease and the other two don't. I'm one that does not have celiacs, but I do carry the genes, so I'm very highly intolerant and my reactions can sometimes be just as bad as someone who does have a celiac or is diagnosed with celiacs. So with the journey over the last 15 years, I've seen people come and go through the gluten fad, you could call it, and one of the biggest things that I've I've really been able to help people with is how to understand gluten, what it is, and what it actually does to the body, whether you have a gluten intolerance, whether you're gluten sensitive, or you have celiacs, or you don't have any of those things. So my a very big passion for mine has been gluten, and for years I've wanted to sit down and actually put something together that I could teach people from anywhere, any walk of life, about gluten simply, and in a way that they can understand it and go, oh, that's what it is. So they can make conscious decisions about their health moving forward and if they want gluten to be a part of that or if they choose for it not to be. So last year was um, was an interesting journey for me and I spoke at a health event that toured around Australia and they asked me to talk on gluten. So I put together the ebook. I was kind of pushed into it, which was great because I, I wanted to do it for a long time. So it was a great um, deadline. And I launched Goodbye Gluten, which is a 97-page ebook, which contains a six-week guide to really understanding gluten, giving it up, and the processes of living with a gluten-free lifestyle. Actually, I like how you've progressed that because I actually live with a daughter who is not a celiac, but she has gluten intolerance, and her reactive behaviour is that she gets eczema all over her body to the point that it gets itchy and she scratches it and it bleeds. So I've had to change my entire family's diet over a period of time and I live quite comfortably now gluten-free but I love how you progress through your ebook where you acknowledge that for those who aren't who aren't aware of what's actually involved you've given them a step-by-step process that's that's something that I haven't seen in the market as a mother with a child where we have a gluten-free diet because of necessity it is. Thanks for mentioning that. It's was oh, I just got chills too. It's watching my fourteen-year-old brother go to school and go to parties with his friends when he was fifteen, sixteen, 
um, like birthday parties and not being able to eat anything and all of his friends saying, you know, just eat it, you'll be fine, just eat it and them not understanding and comprehending what it actually does to him. Really, I learned a lot about health at that time and messages and people's support and it wasn't that they, you know, didn't want him to um, to feel well. They just didn't understand because they weren't aware of it and back then, you know, 15 years ago, no one was. So today... To make it simple for everybody, like if you have a friend who's been diagnosed, if you have a family member who's been diagnosed and you just want to understand it yourself so that you can be the best support system for them, it's a really easy read. Um, I talk very much like I'm talking right now, but it's just in text. And um, I explain situations. And from my understanding and belief, gluten is not needed by anybody, regardless of what challenges you may have with it with your body. Um, but that's the whole purpose of the book is to help support people who really feel like when they're told, oh, we can't eat gluten in the household anymore or you can't touch gluten for the rest of your life, the first message is shock, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're like, oh, dear, what are we going to do? So it's really supported to help those people. That's great. And and where can people find your Goodbye Gluten Guide? So if you head to www.thegood.com, Oh, sorry, thatglutenguide.com. You can find it there. You can also find links on my website, which is just wellsome, W-E-L-L-S-O-M-E.com. That's great. Look, thank you so much, Gemma, for agreeing to come on and talk to us about your journey. I find it very intriguing how you actually showed us and took us for a journey in just this short period of time of how you went from a tra- traditional job into photography, learned a lot of technical and blogging techniques, and then it just naturally seemed to progress you through to gluten. But specifically what I honed into was how you said you wo- you went to bed excited and you woke up excited. It was that aha moment. Mm. So what I'd like you to share now is to anyone out there that's thinking about blogging or even blogging, what would be your one comment or even a quote to inspire them to just go ahead and start? Oh, that's a good one. One thing. No pressure. I, I, no pressure. <laughs> I don't think it's, um, it's a quote, but don't think about it. Just do it. The biggest thing I've learned from my parents being, you know, one of four kids is being a gunner. Oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that and then we're going to go here and we're going to see these people. Don't just gun it, just do it. So don't be a gunner. Just get out there and do it even if you are thinking about it. Excellent. So if people were uh, keen to follow you, Gemma, which after speaking to you I'm sure they are, how would they find you? Where on social media are you? Um, You've told us your website. Yep. Well, being a photographer, I love Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me at Instagram. My my name is Wellsome, W-E-L-L-S-O-M-E underscore Gemma Lee, J-E-M-A-L-E-E, and exactly the same name for for Facebook. So it's just Wellsome dot Gemma Lee. Excellent. All right, um, uh, Gemma, we had a wonderful afternoon chatting with you and really appreciate you stepping at the last minute. It's uh, been absolutely fabulous. And we can't wait to catch up with you next time. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Gemma. Bye. Bye. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Aussie Bloggers Podcast. If you would like to become a part of the Aussie Bloggers Podcast family, 
and suggest a featured Aussie blogger or just to say g'day, visit Tan and Amanda at aussiebloggerspodcast.com or at bloggersupportforall.com. If you'd like to leave a review, they would love that too. Keep an ear out for the next Aussie Bloggers podcast coming your way soon.